This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, May 18th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how's it going? No, uh, not bad. We, we've, we've had some, some real dogs in this Field of Streams contest. Yeah, we're looking at our record right now and it's yeah, been we're, not good. We've been about equally bad, so... Our last win came on May 9th with Carlos Rodon. That seems like a long time ago. Yeah, and then before that was two days before we had Carlos Frias. It's been bad. A lot of zeros in that win column for us. A lot of short innings. A lot of high numbers in that hits plus walks column. Oh my. My whip is up to 137 and my ERA is 437. You have a 4-1 ERA and a 1-3-3 whip. You're still beating me, but it's gotten modest over here. We're we're talking like real tallest midget stuff here. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Well, uh, hopefully we can turn that around. Yeah. We're going to look at some uh, DFS guys for Monday okay. and then try and pick some picks through Wednesday. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get started for Monday. DFS okay. stuff. Anybody you like at catcher? This is a weird day for sure. <laughs> it there's really only, yeah. There's seven games. Honestly, there aren't many names I like at catcher. The one that really kind of stands out to me is Steven Vogt, assuming he's in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, against, he gets it's a rookie. Lance McCullers in his debut, who could be a good pitcher, but I mean, I think he's jumping from double A. Yeah. And, I mean, those guys in that first start are always worth picking on, you know, unless they play the White Sox, of course. Yeah. Did you know that eight of Stephen Boat's nine home runs come, came against, have come against right-handed pitching this year? No, but I believe that. That makes yeah. sense. And he, he matches righties. Actually, the entire Oakland lineup does, is one of the better offenses in the league against right-handed pitching. This really isn't the best... The best place to be starting Lance McCullers, I don't think, in his major league debut. Yeah. He could be in for a rough, a rough evening. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Fode will be expensive, but not a bad pick. I also yeah. wrote Russell Martin gets CJ Wilson, likes to hit lefties. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to like a lot of those uh, Toronto guys uh, at home against the Angels and CJ Wilson. And the other one I like is Evan Gaddis gets Drew Pomeranz, likes to hit a lefty. So opposite side of that one, Houston and Oakland, I like both those backstops. Three uh-huh. options for you, a catcher there. How about first base? On a rare day, I only have two names down. Okay. Who'd you have? Um, my expensive option is that Blue Jay stack. Edwin Encarnacion gets CJ Wilson, because why okay. not? And then uh, you want to go a little cheaper, but still the pop. Chris Carter gets Drew Pomeranz. And Chris Carter's showing signs of life. He definitely could go 0 for 4 for you, but can definitely run into one also so i don't mind him as a cheap option to hopefully hit a home run or drive in some guys for you okay fair enough uh i have a cheap option and he's gonna be really cheap uh-huh. any thoughts on max muncie max muncie hit his uh first career home run on sunday i know that. that's right look at his minor league numbers i don't know a lot about him personally i don't but um he has a good batting eye and showed some pop a lot of it came in the cow league but I don't know. He'll be cheap. That's exactly the point. He'll be cheap and he'll be... He'll be cheap and he's probably going to be playing, you know, right. at least until like Davis gets back. So. Him and uh, Mark Canha trying to fit in, but Mark Canha is right-handed, so they yeah. might platoon. Hard to say. You have to keep an eye on it and make sure he gets in, but if he does, sure. Uh, it's a cheap option. There's also always guys like Lucas Duda gets John Lackey, and which doesn't make me jump up and down, but there's nothing wrong with that. No. Also, we got to talk about this term... Uh, talking about it last week, 
Spackle to fill in these slots in your lineup. I know we can do better than this. Uh, one of our listeners, Steve, said uh, he likes to call them bookend guys. Like you put them around the rest of your guys. I, I think that's yeah. it's, it's I like, better. I like Spackle better than bookend. Honestly. Okay. We are open to what you guys have to say, but the concept is... Say in this lineup, I like any of the Detroit Tigers against Milwaukee. Um, I don't love them because they're really right-handed and they get Mike Fires, who's also right-handed, so there might not be the platoon advantage, but at the same time, Mike Fires is bad enough. I'm not sure it matters. So anybody in the right-handed Detroit Tigers lineup uh, works for me to fill in. So if you don't love the first base options or whatever, go ahead and take Miggy. There's nothing wrong with picking Miguel Cabrera, even though he doesn't have the platoon advantage. He gets Mike Fires. He could do just fine. So um, keep that in mind throughout a lot of these. Um, I have three names at second base, but one of them is Devin Travis, and he's day-to-day. He might not be playing. So <laughs> if he returns, I like him. Right-handed against CJ Wilson. I like all those Blue Jays guys. Um, if he doesn't play... That's okay. Uh, that's also a weird, really early game. We got to keep that in mind. I yeah, like they, I like they, all these Blue Jays against the Angels, but depending on your format, they might not be eligible. So that might not be very helpful for you. Um, again, it's a small, weird day, and it's a day where you might need to think outside the box a little bit with guys like Max Muncie because everybody might pick Miguel Cabrera. You know, everybody might pick Matt Harvey. So uh, depending on your format, it might be good to. Zig where everybody else zags, or however you'd like to put that going against the grain. So I like Devin Travis. Don't know if that game will matter or if he'll play. It's hard not to like D. Gordon against Ruby De La Rosa. Why not? He just keeps that, that, hitting. That's, that's where I was going to go, yeah. I think that I really like that matchup for D. Gordon. Mm-hmm. He just keeps hitting, you know, and obviously he's not going to hit over 400 the rest of the way. But he's making contact and he's running, you know. Uh, I forget who I heard talking about it, but they're talking, saying that, like, worst case, he regresses back to what he did last year. You know, maybe last year is what he is, which was still pretty good, you know? I don't know. I don't think he's all of a sudden going to become a 200 hitter, but anyway, Ruby De La Rosa. Ruby? Ruby? Mr. De La Rosa. He's hittable, and that's all D. Gordon needs. So, I like him. And then, uh, of course, Jose Altuve gets Drew Pomeranz, who's a left-handed pitcher, which means good things for Jose Altuve. So that's uh, a lot of those righties in the Astros stack could do well. And then uh, third base, third base. Who do you got at third base? I, I, I kind of like Josh Donaldson against C.J. Wilson. Sure. Aramis er, Ramirez, assuming he's healthy. Sure. And playing. Against Kyle Lobstein. Yeah. You're not uh, intimidated there? Lobstein doesn't do that well against right-handers. and he doesn't strike anyone out either. No, he doesn't. And Milwaukee has a ton of right-handed bats. They're all, they're one of the most right-handed teams in the league. Yep, I could see so, a good stack there. Too. Yeah, I wait, wait till we get to their outfield because that's where do you think I'm going? Yeah, I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote your boy Nolan Arenado gets Cole Hamels. I don't really want to pick against Cole Hamels, especially at that price. But Cole Hamels is left-handed, and it is in Colorado, so. I don't know. The price makes it tough, but I could see him doing okay. And then, again, just filling in, why not uh, Nick Castellanos against Mike Fires? He'll be cheap. It's a bad pitcher. It's a team that could score a lot of runs. I don't love that, but nothing wrong with it either, you know, if you decide to... Nothing wrong with it either, if you decide to just pick a guy at third base. Shortstop, I didn't really have any guys that I loved, so I just kind of picked a bunch of guys that are okay, if that okay. makes sense. I just you need a guy. 
your boy Mike Aviles gets your boy Chris Sale. Yep. So, you, I mean, Chris Sale hasn't been Chris Sale, but I don't know if I'm ready to stream against him, are you? No. Oh. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll pay attention, but I can't put my pick there, you know, even though he'd be cheap. I still love Jonathan VR. He has to beat Marwin Gonzalez for playing time. If he's playing, I will take a flyer on him most days. He's a switch hitter, has some power, has some speed. Pretty bad at getting on base, but if you just want, you know, cheap steel, cheap power, I will always check and see if VR is in the lineup. That's uh, Houston. It's one of the later games, but I like him always. You've been around him for years. I am. It's true. It's true. Adani Echevarria gets Roby De La Rosa. Why not? Again, cheap. There's really nobody I really like. Spoiler. Marcus Semyon gets Lance McCullers. He's been hot. He's likes to hit lefties a little more, but it's not like he's worthless against righties. I think he could do fine. And again, from the Detroit stack, Jose Iglesias gets Mike Fires. So there's a lot of cheap options. I don't think there's anywhere I'd really invest on Monday at shortstop. Am I wrong? Is there anybody you really like? Oh, well, if you're going super, super cheap, you might want to take a look at the Brewers options. They have a pair of switch hitters. They they're running out. Well, Segura's in the DL. Ugh, ugh. I I think first off, I think I would prefer Luis Sardinius getting both of them playing time. But they also have a guy named Elian Herrera, who yeah. he's a guy. You know, he's he's bounced around the minor leagues for about ooh, a decade. He's a replacement level guy. But he do, he does one thing reasonably well. Does it hit lefties? No, he gets on base. Oh, okay. Also relatively valuable. Yeah. It's hard to be excited. It's a it tough is, shortstop he's, day. He's, he's super cheap and actually he hasn't been that bad. He's not he doesn't have like, like a ridiculous lefty righty split, but then again he is you know, the official such a small sample size of the major league level, it's almost irrelevant. Um, yeah. He gets Kyle Lobstein who's bad and the Brewers could do fine. I you might get some runs out of him or something. Yeah, yeah it, it, I think at the very least he'll draw a walk or get a base hit. You know, he, he won't give you a zero, okay? Yeah. And on days like today, it's really important not to get zeros. Yeah. I wish we had better advice at shortstop, but it's hard. It's a tough day. There's a lot of, not many games and a lot of decent pitchers. You know, you can go too low at home, but again, he gets Cole Hamels, and he's also been hurt. I don't even know that he'll yeah, play. I, I, I didn't want to say him because I don't believe him to be fully healthy. Yeah. You can get Johnny Peralta against Matt Harvey. You don't really want yeah. Matt Harvey. You yeah, know. there's a reason we didn't mention that. Yeah. Chris Hoings gets Dan Heron. I, it's it's tough. It's a tough short stay, shortstop day. It's a tough, also shortstop a tough day. short stay. Yeah. It's a tough short stay and shortstop day. I don't know. I feel like I've failed to give advice when I just kind of throw my hands in the air. But go, go cheap at shortstop. You know, so, some days the best advice is no advice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and uh, and then in the outfield, you like the Brewers in the outfield. Oh, yeah. I literally listed all three of them in one stack against Kyle yep. Lobstein. Yeah, me too. I, against Kyle Lobstein. It's, I think it's going to be a popular stack, but it's, it's, it's popular for a reason because it's a great matchup for them. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. He's not very good. He doesn't miss very many bats. So. No. Um, Cole Calhoun gets Aaron Sanchez, who... Aaron Sanchez has been pretty good against right-handers, has done nothing with left-handers. Really? And unfortunately, again, this is that early game that might not be eligible for your stack. But um, but yeah, the one big lefty bat in the Angels lineup is Cole Calhoun. Could do some damage to him there. But I don't know. Hard to recommend the one game that's five hours before all the other games. Yeah. Uh, Jose Bautista gets C.J. Wilson, also in that game. 
And then more Marlins. Uh, Christian Yelich gets De La Rosa. Uh, again, a lefty on righty. That could be good for Yelich, who's showing signs of life. George Springer gets uh, Drew Pomeranz. And right on lefty, likes to hit lefties. Low batting average, but that doesn't concern you as much in DFS. You're just hoping he runs into one or keeps running. Been stealing bases like crazy. Jake Marisnik has actually come back down to earth pretty hard. He's still hitting like 300, but it's because he's just been cooling way off. You know, I still think he's a decent player, but his price might still be artificially high. Mm-hmm. And then Josh Reddick, who hits absolutely everything is ready to face Lance McCullers, again, that r- rookie. So that's the other bat I like along with Vote, and he could do just fine. In also, I, you, you could really you know, make a stack of uh, Oakland outfielders against McCullers just because so many of them are either left-handed or switch hitters. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'd be fine with going you know, Billy Burns if he's in the lineup, Coco Crisp, or, or Josh Reddick. You could talk me into you know, and, and any of those three is, is a legitimate, is, is a real option for DFS. This isn't like you know me throwing up my hands and su- suggesting an outfielder. This is me suggesting start the Oakland days yep. against yep. Lance McCullers. On Sunday, Billy Burns three hits, a run, and a stolen base. And if he keeps starting there, he's just going to keep running. You know, yeah, he's a productive player. They, 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 you know, they, they gave him number one as his jersey number. That says a lot to me. That means big trust in him. Yeah. You know, you can tell a lot from jersey numbers, I think, it, it, at least in terms of what, you know, teams think of players. Like Max Muncy, number 50. They're not I'm, confident. I'm kind of regretting that pick right now, but <laughs> Billy Burns, number one. I like this analysis. I'm liking guys <laughs> based on their uh, their uniform numbers. It's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, there are actually a lot of good pitching options in this mini slate. Yeah. John Lackey gets the Mets would be a cheap option. I'm not excited about it, but he would do fine if you wanted to put your money in hitters. Then there's a bunch of aces. Matt Harvey gets the Cardinals, which, you know, that, nothing wrong with Matt Harvey against just about anybody. No. Corey Kluber, who just had, you know, the start of his life, gets the White Sox. And then on the opposite side of that, Chris Sale gets Cleveland, who doesn't, you know, doesn't hit lefties. I mean, they hit lefties better than you would think. I don't know. I looked this up for for later, but uh, they're actually 11th against lefties. So better than you would think against lefties, apparently because of guys like Mike Avila's, but they still don't really scare me. Then Nick maybe Swisher. I'm going against the numbers a little bit. What's that? Nick Swisher. Yeah, pounding on lefties. So, But I don't know. I would still uh, consider Chris Sale. Corey Kluber's the expensive one. And then... We got to talk about Kyle Lobstein. Actually, no. You any other pitchers you like, and then I want to talk about Kyle Lobstein. Okay, guys, I, I would I would really consider Dan Heron as a legitimate option at home against Arizona. Okay, sure. Um, I, I like to stack it. You know, again, I like to go che- you know expensive and cheap. So I would be looking at something like a Matt Harvey Heron option if if it was cheap enough. Uh-huh. I'd also consider Drew Pomeranz if it, again if it was cheap enough. Yeah, yeah. boomer bust in Houston. Whether those yeah. big righties get to him or not. Or they call it gambling for a reason. Yeah. Okay, so what do you got on this Lobstein character? All right, so this is going to run right into uh, Field of Streams picks. Yes, we've oh been boy. bad lately, and maybe it's because I'm talking about guys like Kyle Lobstein. So he can't strike anyone out, and he's not very good, but he is left-handed. He's not my pick. Let me get this out of the way. Okay, if good. If you want to get real fancy in your DFS for Monday, and a lot of these picks are maybe uninspiring, here's the thing. He is left-handed. The Brewers have a 55 WRC plus against left-handers, which is 29th. Yes, yes, Matt, the last team is the White Sox. But they have so many righty, righty bats, it's so weird to me. Obviously, 
the Brewers have been underperforming, and I think they'll be better. But so far, they haven't done much. So I don't think I would ever pick Kyle Lobstein as my only stack for Monday and just put my DFS hopes in him. But if you were maybe wanting to try a cheap game, again, depends on how you spend your money in DFS. But, oh, let's just try a Kyle Lobstein one and see where it goes in cheap PP. I don't think you'd be 100% crazy. You might be 80% crazy. I don't know if I'm underselling this enough to make my point, but I just thought it was interesting the Brewers are so bad against lefties. I'm getting that out there. He's eligible in our contest. I am not picking him. I'm not, you know, my ratios are bad enough, but we're going to be talking about him if he does well. Okay. Uh, I wrote, I mean, Aaron Sanchez gets the Angels, but again, he he does handle right-handers, and they're mostly right-handed, but I'm not brave enough for that either. Dan Heron is 51% owned. Uh, De La Rosa is not good enough to go with. Pomeranz gets the Astros. McCullers gets the A's. Just kind of a wild card. I also at least looked at Jordan Lyles versus the Phillies. I'm sure you did. I at least looked at it. They have been so bad. And honestly, on the road, if we're in Philadelphia, I would think about it a little more. But it's in Colorado, and that's what scares me off more than the Phillies lineup. It's so bad. Oh, my goodness, are they bad. Would think about it. Uh, I, it's, it's hard. Monday's a tough day. Monday's a tough day. I think I got to go with Drew Pomeranz just as the most trusted guy on here, even though against Houston there's some blow-up potential, and he hasn't been great. But, I don't know, it's a tough day. I'm going with Drew Pomeranz against the rookie. I almost want Lance McCullough just because the A's have been kind of cold, but no, I got to go with Pomeranz. I'm trusting him the most, possibly foolishly. If, if McCullough was a lefty, I, w- I would have picked him. Ab- I would have absolutely picked him. Sure, yes. But he's not. He's not. No, he's so, not. yeah, I, I, Pomerantz is my pick, too. I, I, I hate to... It's such a, a, a short slate. I thought about Ruby De La Roche. I thought about... It's hard. I thought about Sanchez. I just... I can't pull the trigger on either of those, either of those guys. I, I'm, I'm, I think Pomerantz is by far the safest option if you're looking yeah. for a, a streaming candidate. Sanchez is good enough against righties, and the Angels are righty heavy enough that I could see him doing okay, but he mm-hmm. also has had such bad blow-up starts that, yeah. no, I can't. There's too much risk there. There really is. Also, wouldn't I mean you wouldn't be shocked if he did okay. There's talent there, but I gotta see him. Uh, shocked? I, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't like you know you know spray coffee all over the monitor if that's yeah. what you're but I don't yeah. know Calhoun, Joyce, and Mark Krause. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and Eric Ibar, he's a switch hitter. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Joyce, Calhoun. I don't know. Okay. How about Tuesday? I only wrote two names for Tuesday. Who do okay. you got? Not not very many guys to stream, honestly. Um, no. There, there's a lot of guys who you think would be less owned than they are, but they're just kind of not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of struggled to come up with any names. I was kind of hoping you would go first. It really, the, the only name that really interests me, I, I guess Jared Cozart's kind of intriguing. Drew Hutcherson is, is, is there. He is there. Drew <laughs> Hutcherson is there. My, my guy, well, Carlos Frias. You took him last time what was risky, and he went six innings, two runs. But I yeah. think I yeah I'm 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 probably gonna have to roll with Hutch again. Okay, is, is my streaming pick. Okay, it's the Angels. Yeah, I considered the other half other half of it. Hector Santiago is still way too underowned. He's been pretty good, but he's left-handed and he's going to Toronto. And I don't want anything to do with did, that. Did you know the Angels have a six ten team OPS versus right-handed pitching. Uh, I didn't know they were pretty bad against righties. That's, yeah, so that's good I, for Hutchison. I'm not feeling great about it. I mean, it's actually, you know, he's put together two decent starts against two decent offenses. I'm, I'm, 
I don't think I'm that far out there on this one. We'll see. We'll see. In Toronto's not great, but we'll see. No, I don't think you're way far out there. Okay. I'm not going to Santiago. I'm not going to Hutchinson. I am taking guy who's put it together, Nate Carnes in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, right? Nate Carnes has flashed good stuff, had problems going deep into games, but last start out, five innings, two runs against the Yankees, whatever. Before that, seven innings, two runs, nine strikeouts against the Rangers. One before that, five shutout innings. Before that, only four and two-thirds, but one run, like... Getting better. Not a guy I love to go deep, but he's coming off a couple wins. And he goes to Atlanta, who's just, he can handle Atlanta, I think. And, uh, National League, I don't know. Might not get as much run support as you'd hope, but I don't know. I'm taking Nate Carnes based on his potential and matchup going to Atlanta. So, do you think I'm crazy? I'm not crazy. I wouldn't say crazy. I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not that interested in Nate Carnes, yeah. even in Atlanta. Yeah. I don't love it. It's, Actually, it's a the tough day. matchup is kind of interesting with, with uh, Fulton Evich. That's a guy that has put it together even less than Carnes has. True. Yeah. A guy that also has good stuff and potential, but we haven't seen it yet. So we have seen it at least a little bit from Nate Carnes. So go yeah, with him. Faulty, he, he walks way too many guys. Yeah. I'm not sure he, that he's ready to be a starter. So No. actually, yeah, It's actually a really accurate comment, I think. Yeah. All right, and then for Wednesday, I got a handful of names. Wednesday, yeah, also a handful of names here. I've actually, I've got thoughts. Do you like Vance Worley at home against the Twins at all? I like him a little bit, yeah. He was one of my names. Okay, I can't go near him. He doesn't seem right yet this year. His whip's way too high, but worth mentioning. Could be an okay start for him. Jesse Hahn goes to Houston. Still like Jesse Hahn. Chase Anderson, seemingly our boy, goes to Miami. Your boy, Carlos Rodon, gets the Indians. But again, they've been better against lefties than I realized. They're above average. 106 WRC+, plus, 11th in the league against lefties. I still like him, but they're not as much of a pushover as I thought. Your boy, here's a name from the vault. Yoshi Wada goes to San Diego in his debut. I'm not going to lie, he, he did make my list. Yeah, but just because you're, you're right, he is my guy. I, I'm a big Yoshi Wada fan. If he's good in this start, maybe the next one, like... I don't know. Could be back on our radar. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go add him right now, and let me see if he's available. And I'll go add pick him. him up. Go take a flyer on Siyoshiwada in your deep leagues. We like him. He is oh, capable oh, of. He's, he's available. Go, go, Matt. Go get him. Get I, him. I, I, oh, I don't know my password. Get him. This is exciting podcasting right here. It's oh, Matt oh, rushes to the waiver wire. If I can remember my password, I'll I'll sign him on on the podcast. I can't remember my password. Oh, that's trouble. That's a that's a. Big mistake in fantasy sports. It's a big blunder right there. I do remember my password. Okay, who do, who do we who do we drop for Sioshi? We're not doing this. You do this on your own. I'm going to talk. I, about I know. I wasn't. I wasn't about. To. I was just... <laughs> uh, my pick is Brett Anderson, who has burned me earlier in the season plenty. He has made me look bad. If I were to think about what ERA Brett Anderson has given me over my fantasy sports playing career. It's got to be a high fours. He's been bad to me. He goes to San Francisco, but he's turned it around lately. He's allowed just two earned runs and just two walks across his past three starts. He's on. He has the talent. It's always been a health thing with him, but he seems to be right right now. And he goes to San Francisco, who are below average against lefties, 95 WRC+, plus, and which is uh, 23rd in the league. So, um, yeah, Brent Anderson, I'm hoping he stays on in San Francisco because they're not threatening really okay. i assume you picked one of the guys i listed honestly i'm not gonna i was too busy 
picking up see if she wanted to rushing to the waiver wire. <laughs> I'm a bad po- I'm a bad co-host. I apologize. That's okay. Priorities. Did you mention Joe Kelly? I did not mention Joe Kelly. I don't mind Joe Kelly. He gets the Rangers. Yeah, he gets Texas, and we've seen flashes from him. I mean, oh yeah. For 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 some reason, you know, a lot of like you know you know the sage baseball minds like Peter Gammons think he's something special. Mm-hmm. I, he looks like he 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 he's the Kellyest of Joes. I don't know what to say about him. He's kind of a guy. He's there. He has the potential. You know, I would like to see him straighten it out, but I need to see something like three straight good starts before I'm on. He has, he has to outpitch Ross Detweiler to get a, to earn a W. My schedule says Phil Klein. Ross Detweiler has hit the disabled list. Oh. You're behind on your Texas Rangers suboptimal rotation news. Even better. Um, there was one name that I've got to ask you about. He's not my pick. Yes. There's there's a name on my sheet. It says Williams Perez. No, I, nothing. Absolutely nothing. That it, it looks like you know, when I used to play like you know a, a baseball video game like you know, maybe fifteen mm-hmm. years ago and they you know the computer would create players. Yeah. you could say John Doe, and I would know as much as I know about Williams Perez. It, I have. It's a, it looks like a, a you know his name looks, looks like a mistake in a video game. I apologize for my failure as a baseball quote unquote analyst, but I got nothing. As I look at him here, he has a. Fifteen point four three ERA and two and a third innings so far this year. Oh, his walks per nine also matches his ERA. He walked four guys in two and a third innings. Yeah, no sample size there. One bad outing. I don't know. You stream against him. We'll bring that up 100% on Wednesday. Home run to fly ball ratio. We'll, we'll bring that up on Wednesday. It might be a guy to stream against for sure. Obviously, not your field of streams pick. You know, and he's facing off against a longtime friend of the podcast, Erasmo Ramirez. Is that who you have too? I have Jake Odorizzi. We were looking at different schedules. You mean Wednesday? Yeah. No, I have Erasmo now. You're right. It's changed me. Also, it says Ross Detweiler now. Okay, I'm the one behind on my schedule, but I swear Ross Detweiler landed on the disabled list. This will get clarified on Wednesday. My fear will be right. Uh, yeah. Whirly is awfully. I, I'm a big Whirly fanboy, as you know. I, I do. But. I think I've got to go with Chase Anderson. Yep, that's a. He, I thought you would, and I don't blame you at all. I think that's a good he, pick. He's, he's my guy. It's it's a good. It's a reasonably match. You know, Miami doesn't hit right. They're like nineteenth in the league in OPS against right hand pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase Anderson is just good. You know, I don't I don't know why he's not more owned in fantasy leagues. I not enough strikeouts. What's that? Not enough strikeouts is why. It's the Thirty-two same reason. twenty-one innings. It's not enough. He's been okay. It's been good. I, I I like him. Don't get me wrong. That's just, that's why he hasn't owned more. 137 Ks and 156 career innings. But this year it's a little low. I don't know. Don't. I'm not trashing on well, Chase Anderson. Calm down. I'm not down on your boy. His last two starts have been a little low, but I hey, I still like him. He's got five Ks in his, his last two starts, which is like spread out over 12 innings. But he's only given up one runner each. Yeah, he has 32 strikeouts and 41 and two-thirds this year. Lacking a little bit. I still think everyone should pick him up. I'm with you. Don't worry. Better. (laughs) That's just why he's not as owned as you'd think. But going to Miami, he has to look out for D. Gordon and Giancarlo Stanton and Christian Yelich. He'll be fine. He's got quite a few quality starts and and zero wins so far. So he's still hunting for that first win. That'll keep his uh, price down, too. Really? People like actually look at that? Like, oh, this guy doesn't have any wins. Don't want him? I don't know. If a guy, maybe the opposite, if a guy goes like 6-0 and or something, all of a sudden he gets picked up. But I want to be in that league. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, hopefully not in any leagues our Fangraphs fellows are in. So, okay, you have uh, Chase Anderson. I have Brett Anderson. 
dueling Andersons, not opposite I each feel other. Like we've done this before. Uh, I thought we did them against each other. I know they played against each other. I don't know if we played I'm both pretty sides. Sure you're correct, but, but yes. also playing Yoshi Wada. I'm, I'm a big fan of his, but he does get Tyson Ross at home, and that's where you want Tyson Ross. Yeah. So uh, yeah. check that out. Keep an eye on Yoshi Wada. If you hear this and you hear Matt scrambling to his waiver wire, you might also run to yours. Take mm-hmm. a flyer on Yoshi Wada. That should do it for us on Monday. Matt, you have anything else to add before we get out of here? I literally have nothing else to add. Perfect. Uh, make sure to listen to our Big Brother podcast, The Sleeper on the Bust, with Paul Spore. Paul Spore may be joining us again this week because I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to the beach for this family get-together thing, which is less exciting than it sounds. Um, we will still have a podcast every day, still figuring out the schedule, but we will be still figuring out the recording schedule. But uh, there will be a podcast for you guys five times this week, Monday through Friday. Uh, and Mr. Spore should be making an appearance as well, uh, as well as Matt. Matt will still be here. I should be I, here. Yeah, I can't imagine why I wouldn't be, but then uh, yeah. I'll be here in some form. I don't know, figuring it out. But you listeners yeah. may be in for a nice uh, change up. But still some analysis coming to you from Rotographs Audio. I'm Dylan Higgins on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Matt is on Twitter at MattDFP911. Sadly, still yes. Still yes. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys uh, anything you have to say. Hopefully it's nice, but want to hear what you think of the podcast. And if you just want to talk fantasy, uh, if you want to talk Joe Blanton being a member of the Royals, Matt wants to, wants to oh, share his thoughts with you. Matt wants to share his thoughts with you, so tweet at him <sighs> about Joe Blanton. First off, it didn't even look... I, I, I'm not convinced it is Joe Blanton. All right. <laughs> Keep your your Joe Blanton conspiracies for Twitter or for our next episode. But I want them well-crafted and ready. I'm, I'm not convinced it is Joe Blanton. <laughs> this will be an amazing piece for you to write somewhere. <laughs> the, the metamorphosis of Joe Blanton, 2015 Kansas City Royal. Uh, okay. For Matt, I'm Dylan. We're out of here. Uh, talk to you guys on Tuesday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.